Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another podcast. Thanks for clicking on today's podcast. Uh, We're going to talk about food addiction again. The reason we're talking about food addiction is because I truly believe that I didn't directly handle my food addiction uh, immediately. It wasn't to where I all of a sudden got over my food addiction and everything progressively got better as I lost the weight in two and a half years. I don't believe I directly handled or dealt with my food addiction. I believe that I indirectly did, but I did did it in a way that was gradual and ended up helping me be successful. And I'm not recommending this way. This is just the way that I went. It could be the way that you go, but you know, when we talk about therapy, a lot of people talk about therapy being a very rewarding process as far as dealing with food addiction and going through the process of losing weight. So I don't want to negate from that. I don't want to have a conversation of, oh, well, therapy's good, but you should really do what I do. I'm not saying that at all. This is what I went through. And if this can provide some light or some help, great. Of course, therapy is, is always the way to go. But when it comes to food addiction, I was obviously coping for something that happened to me, uh, maybe younger when I was in my childhood. Maybe I'm a product of divorce, so maybe that was it. There was a, a void not being filled, so I used food to cope with it. Whatever it was, I used food as an addiction, as a coping mechanism. And for me, it was stress, emotions, things of life. My, my wife went through a very traumatic event in losing her dad. He was a pillar for the household, and I had to step in and pretty much be the um, financial provider for the entire household. We We moved out of our apartment uh, in the first year of our marriage. We essentially had to um, move in, take over the finances and the bills of the house that they were staying in, and everything pretty much depended on me. And so coping through the stress, emotions, and what life presented it often came through the root of food. And so food was my cope. Food was my go-to to kind of provide relief. And so when I went through the process of starting my journey and losing weight, I knew that my addiction had to be addressed for me to be successful. Because time and time again, I had always gone on a diet, always gone on a health journey, health plan, and I had never been successful because I had never actually dealt with the root cause or the food addiction or what was my coping mechanism. But I just simply dealt with the exterior surface level of let me go on this diet, insert whatever diet name you have, and I'm going to be successful as long as it's something where I can enjoy the food. At the end of the day, it was the root of things that really is what determines whether it's going to bear fruit or not. And so for me, dealing with my food addiction was very difficult. It was very difficult in the sense that it didn't happen right away. Like I mentioned before, it happened indirectly. When I went through the process of losing weight, I've spoken on a prior podcast to where I found out that I had the limit of calories I had for the day. And I went to the other room and I, I, busted out emotionally crying because I couldn't eat anymore. I was coming to terms with the fact that, hey, the decisions that I've made up until now has led me to 534 pounds and the doctor giving me a very short time to live. I've got to do something about it. So I got emotional. I I was letting out my emotions and, and I was all in the feels because of that. But it doesn't mean that all of a sudden those emotional moments dealt with my food addiction. I simply found a way to transfer it. And that's big, big topic of this podcast is the transfer of addiction. Yes, you can um, find that it's easier to overcome your food addiction, but it's always important to look for where did the addiction transfer? Because unless the addiction is addressed, it's been transferred. And in the start of my journey, I remember a lot of uh, my doctor, a lot of folks that I was talking to before I started my journey, they were very adamant with me. Listen, food addiction is real. 
food addiction is intense. You're not just gonna get rid of the food addiction. You're either gonna have to deal, uh, address it or it's gonna transfer. What most people transfer it to is either alcohol and become addicted to alcohol, become drunkards, or they transfer it to drugs. And you have people uh, throw their life away because now they've transferred uh, coping with food to drugs or actually smoking cigarettes. They've talked about the addiction of smoking and getting into heavy smoking because of the transfer of addiction. And so for me, I didn't deal with my food addiction right away. I transferred it. I transferred it to shopping. I insanely shopped like no one shops. Like I was probably, and there's a movie I'm thinking of where she got so bad in credit card debt because of shopping. Yeah, that... The food, the money that I spent on food to get 14,000 calories a day is the money I transferred from working all this overtime at this company I was working for. All the overtime money that I got simply went to, okay, where can I go thrift shop shopping wise? Where can I go on the clearance rack? I am so used to going to the thrift shop and going to clearance racks that I won't even make eye contact with any front store items. That's just how I'm geared now. And so every weekend, every week, I had to take a stop and buy something. I had to buy something. I had to cope and buy something. I couldn't deal with or get through food, so I had to go shopping. Now, here's where the food addiction slowly started to die, and this is where it really began, and this is kind of my process and how a lot of it's been overcome, is I had death moments, and I had a prior podcast that talked about this, about the food addiction has to die. This is how my food addiction died. It wasn't a moment like, hey, how did you deal with your food addiction? I cannot explain that in a paragraph or a sentence. I just can't do it. My food addiction experienced so many deaths that eventually death became numb into where I actually began to deal with the actual issue of where the coping came from. And so I had the emotional moment with food where I had to run to the other room. I was at the limit of calories for the day. Couldn't have any more food. I had an emotional moment. Then I came to a point where shopping was my addiction. Well, now finances were becoming an issue because I was shopping so much. So now all of a sudden I had to cut back, not only on food, but now I had to come back on shopping. Again, another moment where I'm getting emotional because I can't shop. I can't cope. I can't use it as a coping mechanism. I'm having another moment. I transfer that to shoe shoe shopping or a form of shopping, but getting shoes. And then eventually having so many shoes that I didn't I couldn't wear all the shoes that I was buying. And then it transferred over to supplements. You know, getting weight loss supplements, getting fat burners and getting all this, all this stuff that, that people said and, and like, hey, if you take uh, green tea, it'll give you energy during the day so that way you have energy to get up and walk around. You know, trying all these different things in the process of me learning and getting food education, I'm slowly coming to points where I'm doing something, realizing that I can't do that much longer because either I'm financially not in a position to, I can't afford the calories that day anymore, uh, I don't need any more shoes, I've got every shoe that I could think of. Every moment I'm having these little death moments where I can't do that anymore, I can't do that anymore. And there were so many moments where I really had to have this sinking down feeling within my gut of, oh my gosh, I've got to deal with what I'm, why I'm coping. I've got to deal with why I'm using these things to cope. And a lot of it started for, a lot of it started for me learning about um, mindful meditation, um, 
really focusing on prayer. You know, my wife and I are Christians, so prayer is the focal point when it comes to uh, peace and when it comes to, you know, that meditative prayer spirit. But for any of us, if we've got meditation, if we've got a moment to pause and reflect, we're going to see a benefit. And so a really big portion of my journey of filling the void was simply that meditative state of reflecting on why and asking and asking those tough questions. Oftentimes we get into trouble when we don't wanna ask the question that we need to ask. Here's a great example. We oftentimes get in trouble on the weight loss journey when we avoid the scale. We avoid the scale because we don't wanna see what the number says. We don't want some, or we avoid going to the doctor because we know the doctor's gonna tell us that we need to do something about our weight or get healthy. When we're told or when we reflect on something, that's when the change is the beginning of the sprout of the potential change. And so a really a big portion of me dealing with and coping with and addressing my food addiction, then shopping addiction, then shoe addiction, then supplement addiction, then gym addiction, then all these addiction, um, the reason I'm facing it is and the reason I'm having to come to terms with it is that I'm experiencing again, no, 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 no. I've got to do something about it because there's not much no's I can experience without completely unraveling anything that I've ever done. And so that's where the mindful meditation came in. That's where prayer came in. That's where having reflective conversations with my inner circle, with folks that are keeping me accountable, people that I can talk to. You know, when I talk about therapy, there's the point where something gets addressed. When I talk about my method and how I went through things, isn't something uh, I su- suggest or recommend. Therapy, of course, is perfect and, and what's the, the great setup for it. But a lot of where my therapy came from was because I experienced so much death and so much transfer of addictions that I finally was like, okay, I'm finally in a little way coping with, I can't eat like that anymore. Okay, I'm finally coping in a little way. I can't shop like that anymore. I can't get shoes like that anymore. I can't get supplements like that anymore. I can't go to the gym twice a day and so excessively anymore. All these little things of me coming to the realization of, man, I've got to deal with this. I've got to deal with this. I've got to deal with this. And having that conversation. So I think how this is relatable is there has to come a point in your journey of really pausing and reflecting and allowing that conversation to be had on what is the food addiction coping for. And man, that's going to get uncomfortable. And you might not have the conversation now. This might not spark. Hey, let's talk about it right now. But what are you coping for? What are you coping? What What is that addiction covering for? And it's un- uncomfortable because you can unravel some very traumatic things. You know, I'm a product of divorce. And I can bring up why maybe coping with food was used instead of what I potentially could have gotten from my parents. I don't know. A traumatic life event. Someone wasn't there. Something happened to you. Whatever it is, there's a coping happening. And so that food addiction is, the result is the fruit of a rooted deflection, a a rooted issue that that we're coping for. And I I guess first thing, welcome to the club. 
Don't feel alienated. Don't feel ostracized. Don't feel called out or specialized because okay, I've got something to cope with. We all do. I do. We all do. Whatever it is, whether we figured it out or not, we all do. But it's coming to terms and it's having that conversation of what am I coping with and how do I get through it? That's why I encourage and that's why I have journals in the link in my bio on Instagram is because journals are a part of that. Writing down and reflecting about your journey and what to learn from and how to get better and how to be better. Coping is what we're doing when we're having too much of something that we shouldn't be having. It's, it's an addiction. You know, we got to talk about drugs and alcohol, smoking, whatever, the food, whatever it is, whatever the addiction is, it's a coping of something else. Whatever that something else is, having that conversation and bringing up and talking about it and being honest with ourselves is the first step in us overcoming it. It's uncomfortable, yes. It's going to be very traumatic, yes. And that's why it's important, again, to have a therapist, have it in a controlled environment. My particular journey, because I had licensed and certified counselors in my inner circle, folks that are in my family, I was able to benefit from that. Some of us can't benefit from that. So that's why I talk about therapy being an important piece of it, a very important piece of dealing with whatever coping and whatever addiction that we've got. And for me, I didn't deal with my food addiction right off the bat. How'd you overcome your food addiction? I overcame my food addiction by overcoming my gym addiction. It doesn't make any sense. Like, what? I talked about your food addiction. Yeah. Well, my food addiction moved to shopping. Then it moved to shoes. Then it moved to supplements. And then it moved to the gym. And then it moved and then, and then, and then I dealt with it. And I had to deal with it. You know, when I, uh, the gym shut down, I really had to come to terms with how far I've come in my addiction. Think about it. The gym, which I was addicted to, which I was really connected with, shut down because of COVID. Shut down. Now, what I used as a crutch, I now all of a sudden had to... And so that's why I buy a dip station and, and I find a way to wrap it and condition it and pad it to use it. That's why I put water jugs on a gas pipe from Home Depot when weights are sold out. That's why find a way is my mantra, is because bottom line, I've got an addiction and I've got to cope with it, deal with it. I've got to work through it and it's hard and it's difficult, but I've got to find a way. That's the mantra, find a way. And the root of it is we're coping with something, we're dealing with something, we're working through something. And out of that, We've got to find a way through it. We've got to find a way to push through it. We've got to find a way to overcome it. Because if we don't overcome it, it will overcome us. It will overcome us if we don't overcome it. That's it. That's all, my friends. Uh, It's a 15-minute podcast getting straight to the point about food addiction. Uh, If you have any thoughts or comments, feel free to send me a message on Instagram. Thank you again for listening to this. Again, thank you for those that support us on a monthly basis in regards to this podcast. It is beyond words, uh, appreciative. A couple announcements. My step bet uh, is live and uh, registration closes on the 16th if you would like to join. Uh, Also, my weight loss program is now released and available if you want to check that out as well. It's uh, all available through the link in my bio. I want to thank you again for listening to this podcast and I will talk to you on the next one. Take care.